How's it going? Yo. What's up, dude? <laughs> we didn't do our dance. No, we didn't. I'm still in shock from the discussion we had before we started. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what to tell you about that. I don't know. Oh, sorry, man. Just so you know. <laughs> no. Just so, Stephen Baldwin is in that movie, and it's still great. Obviously, the movie you're talking about is Threesome. Yes. And <laughs> <laughs> you're just you're just mad that I pulled a Stephen Baldwin out of my ass like a random. I'm not <laughs> mad. I'm actually amazed. That was. I am kind of amazed with that one too. The best Baldwin, really, when you think about it. <laughs> All that makes me think about is uh, South Park. Yeah. Yes. You know what, yeah. You know what's the best thing about? You know what's better than being a Baldwin? Nothing. Nothing. Yes, you're obviously talking about the usual suspects, which I've not seen. So I'm sorry. I'll see it. I'll watch it. That was totally it wasn't it wasn't out of you know, not wanting to. I just never see it. Why are we even talking about that? I don't know. You oh, did the I reference. Made some comments. Yeah, I made I So made anyway, yeah. the voice you hear, me. Hi, Michael. Host. Yes. Welcome to the Lost Joystick Network, episode eleven. We did it. It's one higher. <laughs> see, like last episode was ten. And the, like some blokes, they max out at 10, but this one is 11. It goes one higher. I really thought we were going to max out at 10. No, I thought I really did too. <laughs> I think I think, John's, I think John saved us. Honestly, I think we probably should have. But no, so uh, I'm your host, Mike, uh, joined as always with my co-host, Jay. How's it going, Jay? I actually moved up. I'm co-host now. You were always like, co-host. I, would, you well, were, I mean, before when you weren't on the show, you weren't co-host. But now... Yeah, but you were kind of doing the whole, yeah, he's here today. No, I think I called you co-host before. It's just because I haven't left, isn't it? Probably, yeah. Okay. I mean, yes. I, I just make it. It's, I, look. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, hi. How are you? I'm good. Good. I'm good. I've good. had a busy Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, we are recording today. It's Memorial Day. It is. It's the evening of Memorial Day. We just watched the... Toronto Maple Leafs blow it in the playoffs yet again. So to all of my friends north of the border or east of us here in Michigan, uh, I'm sorry. I don't know what that's about. And, you know, I think it's time to take a look at your organization. They're a bunch of hosers, eh? (laughs) Take off. But anyway, no, so that was unfortunate. But yes, we are live (laughs) currently, but when you listen, we won't be. So yes, episode 11, Lost Joystick Network. So with all that being said, welcome Jay, how like, was your week? Uh, uneventful. Really uh, uneventful. That's, that's I, good. The we, older you get, the, an uneventful week becomes more and more endearing. It is. I think my back feels better than yours does because I know you were doing some stuff. Um, I had an eventful weekend, yes. I did a few things around the house and stuff. Nothing crazy, but, uh, you know, and of course we did the whole memorial thing, which I'm sure everybody does the barbecue thing. I'm not going to get on. The oh, I thought you meant went box, to like the veterans cemetery. Yeah, you would think so, <laughs> no. since that's normally what it's supposed to be. Yeah, no. But uh, we did that yesterday. We did we you? did. We cooked out. I smoked wings and ribs. You did. They were delicious. Oh, good. I'm glad that you enjoyed them. So, so they yep. Were. That's why my back was so jacked up because I was doing five things at once yesterday, including smoking ribs and nice. chicken wings. Anyway, anyway, nobody's here. Whoa. Something going on outside. What was that? <laughs> Some sort of large bumblebee car, perhaps an old Honda Civic. <laughs> I don't know what that was, but anyway, if anybody heard that, sorry. Sounds like somebody's driving a giant lawnmower out yeah. there. <laughs> they might be. They might be racing them out. Who knows, man? It could be anything. Hey, you and the John Deere. <laughs> Go home. Garbage. Give me a Honda mower. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah. Good weekend. Good week. Yeah. Good, good. 
So, uh, so, so what's new? What's new? What's new? You know, I told you I, I've, I've had a very busy weekend. We were trying to get stuff done around the house. This is all boring life stuff. And then, like, you know, putting together a fire pit or getting a pool ready because it's going to be 90 degrees on Sunday. So I got to have a pool ready because I've got a 12 and a 15 year old girl that live in the house that are like clamoring already for it. And I'm like, okay, it's, it's 70, right? The water's gonna be frozen <laughs> right oh, now. Dude. So I they, did they'll that get stupid, in though. I did that stupid thing. So I set our pool up and I don't have a fancy pool by any means. Um, but as soon as, so if you don't live in Michigan and you're listening to us, you don't understand. I'm sure you've probably heard people from Michigan complain, but the weather literally is garbage. Um, it's 80 one day, then it's 40 the next. And it's garbage. So in your perspective, buddy. Back at the end of April, uh, we had a couple days where it was in the 80s. So on the second day, I was like, ah, dude, I'm opening the pool. This is it. So I went and set the pool up, <laughs> got it all ready, chemicaled it, vacuumed it, got all the crap out of it. <laughs> Spent the entire Rookie mistake. day doing it. We haven't. I've gotten in it once. And froze your ass off. Froze, yes, because I was putting in, we have a mat we put under the, um, under sure. the steps to yep. keep the... Keep the liner from getting. Yeah, out. yeah, I get it. Getting into an old man discussion, but that's the only you know, time just, I've got in. It was freezing. We should get off the pool maintenance podcast stuff and probably move towards like what we yeah. got going up here in the future. So, if you guys need any expert opinion on <laughs> vacuums for yeah. a pool, yeah, yeah, sorry, check yeah. the internet. There's plenty of advice out there. Anyway, yeah, let's talk about some good stuff. So, yeah, I something that's going on with me. I will be at the Video Game Summit, which is a weird. vintage video game show. I know what a weird place for me to show up. Uh, July 17th in Villa Park, Illinois. I'll be there with, it's a uh, suburb of Chicago, and I'll be a vendor along with our friend John, who was on the last episode, Retro Game Enthusiast. Nice. So very much looking forward to that, although I've cleared out a huge amount of my back stack. So I'm like kind of, we rented, we we signed up for two eight-foot tables, and I'm like, oh, I might use part of it. Now I'm sure in two months or six weeks or whatever, I'll have plenty of stuff by then. It's just how it is with me. And if I don't, I've got stuff I can pull out of my collection that I could sell too. I don't really care about that kind of stuff. But anyway, so yeah, we'll be there. And uh, our buddy Rob or Robbie uh, from Instagram, 8-Bit Supremacy, he will also be there as a vendor. Nice. So if you're in Chicago and you see myself, uh, which nobody knows what I look like, but if you do, and our, our friend John, uh, maybe I'll try and get some stickers printed up to give out. And uh, if you come up to me and mention the show, I will give you something that I have at the table. Maybe we need sound? some glamour shots for the uh, for the Insta. Oh, we need some glamour shots. I got I got plenty of people for that. Don't you worry. We're gonna need as much glamour as they can provide through the shots too. So, but yeah, that's what's going on with me. So we just found out about that a couple weeks ago and uh, got it all finalized. So now I'll be in Chicago in the middle of July. Amy's gonna come with me, and we're gonna go up there with John and his wife. Awesome. So yeah, it'll be it'll be a good time. Looking forward to it. I just wanted to throw out thanks for inviting me. I was just gonna say you're not invited. Okay, that's cool. So I'm I'm glad you got out in front of that and thanking me because I, you're not invited. So you're welcome. You know what? Actually, we could do is uh, while you're we? gone. Well, I <laughs> while you're gone, I'll record a podcast by myself. Yeah, you do that. Oh my God. But like, we're not gonna put it on this. Why not? <laughs> come on. <laughs> Sure, why not? A bonus episode is what they'll call it. Yeah. Anyway. We'll do one on, like, I don't even know hey, what to do. Let's, let's see how things go here, buddy. We'll do it on uh, Mario Kart. You get getting on these pool tangents, and I don't know. <laughs> Might be going solo myself. No, anyway. So I guess we should move on to our unnamed collecting segment. Yeah, I need to name that. I, I'm still working on that. No, you're not. All right.
So why don't you go first? Why don't I go first? Okay, mine's quick. So <laughs> um, I'm sure if you guys listened to the podcast, you heard a few episodes ago, um, Mike surprised me for my birthday with a phone call from Chaka Malik from Orange 9 Millimeter. Um, he also surprised me, which was really nice. Um, a European record label called Third Man. It was Third Man. No, no Third Man Third, is Jack White's yeah, record Third label. Jack White's. Third person. 30 something. 30 something, whatever. 30 something yeah. records. Um, they reissued Orange 9 Millimeter's Tragic Album, and it finally made it here from Europe. The one with the hand claps. Yes. So I picked, or I guess you picked that up and gave it to me. But I got that. That's really all I've gotten. I haven't gotten anything outstanding lately. Yeah, me I've either. pretty lame. Same. Me either. I, I got says. that record too, and that's it. So I'm going to go ahead and sit back, and he's going <laughs> to go ahead and talk for an hour. I don't normally talk about everything I picked up, but I'm, I'm going to go over it pretty quickly. So I got Ogre Battle from our friend Matty Ice from the Matty Ice and Marky Mark podcast. Shout out. Yep, tactical <laughs> RPG on PS1. One I didn't have, like that game quite a bit. I got Gunstar Heroes from Jonas, uh, Jonebone7 on Instagram. I think everybody on Instagram probably knows who he is. Pretty uh, big part of the community's big integrated games. But a uh, really nice guy. He always has uh, stuff for sale. And I have his alerts on. So if he posts something that's for sale, I'll immediately know. Because like, I was looking for a nice copy of Gunstar Heroes. And he usually deals with pretty nice stuff. Like he usually He's very condition sensitive. Uh, so I, I grabbed that. That's one I've wanted for a while. I grabbed a bunch of stuff from Kyle at Retro Replayed. So I actually went out and bought. I was down at a shop in Bowling Green. I was at Rock'em Sock'em Retro with my friend John down there. Nice. And they had a copy of Chibi Robo for GameCube, which Kyle collects for the GameCube. And Chibi Robo is a relatively expensive game. It's like mid-200s type game. So I called him while I was in the shop on Friday and said, Hey, they've got Chibi Robo here. Do you want me to grab it for you? And he said, Yeah. So I figured I would go there and get the money from Kyle. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to buy some stuff instead. <laughs> so I wound up buying a bunch of PSP games. Which uh, I got like, uh, oh, a couple of Final Fantasy games. I got Fantasy Star Mobile. I got The Case for Medieval Resurrection, I think is what it's called. I can't remember. But the Medieval game. I think. Was it the second Medieval? It, I don't, it's not one or two. It's just the PSP version. So PSP oh, is a really yeah, weird right. library. PSP has like all their own games and they're all like named weird. So like there's like Metal Gear Acid and all the stuff. It's just like specifically for the PSP. But I got the case for that. <laughs> Kyle didn't have the game. It was loose. I, I we both thought it was in there, so no big deal. I got a few others. I'd have to I'd have to look at what other games I grabbed. Um, I grabbed Mr. Bones for the Saturn, which is like this multi-genre. Like it's a whole bunch of things. But the best part of it is the cover is a skeleton playing a guitar. <laughs> so it's like just this weird funky game. There's nothing wrong with video games and rock and roll. No. Hey, look, you know, foreshadowing. But yeah. And then I grabbed a copy of, I think I got this from Kyle. I can't remember. Uh, Tommy Lasorda Baseball, which is a uh, black and white grid Sega Genesis game. So I've just been kind of collecting all those, like the Sonics and the, you know, I can't think of another good example right now. Alicia Dragoon or those kinds of game. Fantasy Star 2. Those those classic Sega black and black box with the with the grid type games it's not like your uh resident evil that you posted on instagram the other no day, your account <laughs> if you guys haven't had a chance to look at that you should go to platform agnostic and take a look at that it's absolutely sweet. the coolest you know what's so funny everybody thought it was so dumb and then they realized that it was an actual book and that the guy only made like 10 of them and they're like oh my god this is actually really cool like the the whole the tyler uh uh, you know, an online buddy of mine that hosts uh, one of the hosts of the Collector's Quest podcast. He was like, 
oh my god, it's like a booklet. Like I thought this was so dumb, but I I really like approve of this. Like oh yeah, I funny. saw him talking yeah. about that. He's like, I can't believe he actually put the whole book. Together. I can't believe you bought it, and then now it's I realize this book, and I'm like, I'm glad I should. You know, like it's just funny. So, but yeah, that's that's hilarious. Like the Resident Evil. Like yeah, I, uh, I post. You get on Instagram and look at the picture. It's actually quite entertaining. And so anyway, neither here nor there. So, uh, but that brings me to my NES update. So dun, the, dun, dun. <laughs> I need some lead up music. I got Power Blade 2 in the mail. It was stuck in customs for two weeks. I picked it up from a shop. I think it was called P-Market in Belleville, Ontario. And it hit Chicago, and it sat there for 12 days. So that is now here. That was 675. Gunnack and stadium events are the only two I have left for the license set. Gunnack. Well, it's easy ones. Oh, yeah. There's nothing to it. Yeah. I mean, one... One easy one, one easier one. Well, if you just go with the PAL version, you can get it for like 20 bucks. Yeah, You're good. Or, or 300 or whatever the hell PAL versions <laughs> of stadium events cost now because everybody's like, I'm not paying that, and I don't blame them. But yeah, so Gun Neck, well, I guess I can start with stadium events. No no movement, although my buddy that's been helping me out with kind of like, he knows people that has them. He's like, once you get the grades back on those games you talked about from WADA, so the games I submitted to WADA still have not come back, okay? They're still in grading. They never will. I emailed them, and they're like, it's going to be a couple weeks. Well, this is the second week. So if it's not this week, I'm going to email them and be like, look, it's been like 40-plus business days. Let's go. Come on. Okay. I feel like you send it to them in like 2018. Yeah, it feels that way. It really does, because I'm going to tell you, now what he's telling me is, hey, you got the Pokemon Silver. Get the other stuff together. Get all your pieces together. This guy might be interested. And I'm like, okay, I need them now. Like, let's go. So anyway, that's that's the stadium events update. Not not, not nothing earth shattering yet. Um, then that brings me to Gun Neck. So I have a friend Holden who lives in London, Ontario. I don't know what it is with all the hosers recently, Canadians, but uh, Holden's a good buddy of mine from the punk rock scene. Uh, he's a friend of a. He was a fan of a band I was a fan of and a friend of, and we just got to know each other and. He moved away from Toronto back to London, and and uh, but he had Gunneck. He actually went to a. He said, "What's on your list?" Right. This is when I said like eight or nine on, on the list, and he goes, "Well, there's, there's a shopkeeper by me that has Gunneck, but he knows it's an expensive game." And I'm like, "I don't care," you know. So he's like, "Okay, well, I'll buy it from him, and then you can buy it from me." He goes, "He has the manual," so <laughs> he buys it like two months ago, and I'm like, "Dude, like ship it. It's fine." He just doesn't ship stuff. I think I mentioned it, and he doesn't We've really do about yeah. Because I've went off about how young this. Yes, is. it's like so. He finally he finally shipped it, and I paid him through PayPal. Well, it only took three days in customs because he shipped it on like the seventeenth, and then it got to customs on the twenty fifth or sixth. I don't remember when it got there. Who knows? Maybe the dude at customs listens to us. Maybe, maybe. just a stretch, but maybe they he listen sees my to name. Us. He's like, "Ooh, there's gun neck," and in he here. looks at that and he goes, "That's got to be gun neck." And this dude's been waiting forever. I, it's we just oh. let's get it through, guys. <laughs> or priority, move it up. Or he goes, "That's gun neck," and I'm just gonna keep it. <laughs> no. Uh, so anyway, uh, gun neck will be at my house tomorrow. God, God willing, now that I've said it, okay, uh, it might not, but it, it's supposed to be at the house tomorrow. So if that is the case. I'll be I'll be done other than stadium events with the loose set. And so it's easy. Just, so you got the easiest game left to get. Yeah, exactly. It's nothing the simple stuff. Yeah. yeah. Just stadium events, whatever. At least you at least you got all the hard stuff out of the way in the beginning. Exactly. What? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you said hard stuff. <laughs> Speaking of hard but, stuff, this one's much better than the first one. This beer yeah, this beer. We're drinking some what is this? Big Luscious from uh Good Michigan Brewery Founders. If you're familiar, which you should be, Founders is fantastic. Michigan Brewery. And they aren't paying us. So. And they're not paying us, although they should sponsor us. So they I'm going to send them an email. Give so, us more Big Luscious. Yes. They and, actually, we drank a founder's bottle before that called Nemesis. 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 Which is a barley wine. 
Yeah, that was that was intense. Um, so I've also been doing some grass sailing, but not really. Like I'm I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to go back out with Retro Bobby on Saturday. He said there's going to be a bunch down by him on Saturday, so I'll probably I'll probably go down there with him and run around Saturday morning. Didn't you guys get some stuff a couple weeks ago? Yeah, but it wasn't really that much. I got oh, a whole okay. stack of VCRs. That's like I literally got I, I literally picked up five VCRs. And I, I think three or four of them had remotes and they were all like two or three dollars a piece. So I'm like, I have to buy these. Like Jerry wants one in his shop, Kyle wanted one in his shop. They sell for sixty or seventy dollars on eBay. They're just going up because people are wanting them now. I fixed them up. One of them had obviously been dropped, so now I'm VCR repairman. Because I literally took it apart and I keep saying literally, I'm sorry. I took it apart and was like, oh, Okay, well, this piece is this, and this is this, and like you would go to put a tape in, but the the thing that goes around the tape, like the it, that brings it in and drops it down, it was going in too quickly. Mm. Yes, I know, but I had to take the whole VCR apart and repair it. So yes, very exciting stuff. So yes, I'm a VCR repair man. This is now VCR tips. So make sure you use that wet video head cleaner. Oh, oh, I gotta wake up. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I'd rather you just stay He's to sleep. It was stink. much better while you were asleep. He's giving me the stink eye right now, but yeah, it they, is what it is. So oh, they I'll got one. They scored a goal. How yeah, nice. The Leafs lost 3-1, not 3 nothing. All right, so that's really it. So then that brings us to our show topic. It does. This is it. Yes, that's right. Lords of Thunder. I, I can't even talk. There's nothing to I'm say. I'm legitimately for the first time speechless. It's it's <laughs> this game fucking rules. <laughs> Listen, we'll get to our personal opinions in the game later. This whole episode's gonna be this <laughs> fucking this game. game fucking rules. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> this game rules. It, that music I just played is the continue music. And it is just like the game ends that when you die, that is the music you hear. And it's just like, oh, my God, I want to die just to hear this music. It's ah, I don't understand okay. how. So you missed this one know, 25 years well, yeah, ago. Everybody knows I'm out of the two of us. I'm clearly not the video game aficionado. I'm here for comic relief. And yeah, <laughs> how dare you? Yeah, I know. Um, I don't. I don't know. What you're talking I, I don't about. know how. Like, I played enough games. I should have known about this game. Yeah, and I'm upset with myself that I didn't. Like this game, literally, it would have. It blew my face off the first time we played it. We we and you were just like, dude, we got to play this game. It's got a sweet soundtrack, <laughs> and that's all you said. Well, this I, game's unreal. Uh, if you haven't noticed with me. I try to be very unassuming. and let, I don't want to color things with my opinion to make people feel like I ask a question. I don't ask leading questions. I try to be very deliberate and say, here's this thing that I like. Check it out. Here's the thing that's good about it. I don't want to lead you into it in your own. I want to give you your own conclusion. I don't want to be like, well, Pitts said this. So I should listen for this. You figure out the part you like. But I could not ignore that part with, that, with this one. So, yes, the Lords of Thunder. Not to be confused with the Sons of Thunder. Sons of Thunder. From Airheads. You know the movie, the boot, the... the Never the, watched it. So, okay. Brendan Fraser, Steve Buscemi, Adam Sandler are all in it. Does Michael McKeon. in it? Maybe. He might be an extra, probably, at that point. <laughs> <laughs> it's 1994. So by, I know you have. So, yeah. Uh, Lords of Thunder. If you're unacclimated with the Lords of Thunder, 
as a video game. It is a side-scrolling shooter, right? For horizontal scrolling shooter, mostly. Yes. It does do some uh, vertical angled scrolling. Not really like, it wouldn't say vertical is probably not a fair way to put it, but it does some angled scrolling down or up, right? But it's not yes. like, it's it's primarily going from left to right. The screen is scrolling to the 2D, left. Yeah, 2D yeah. left to right shooter. So this game is known as... With amazing music. <laughs> you haven't mentioned that. Yes. The, the, a little bit about the gameplay and story. So the game is known as Winds of Thunder in Japan. So it was originally released in Japan uh, on the Turbo Duo yeah. as Winds of Thunder. We'll talk about when all, all that. And it takes place in the land of Mistral, where you are the knight from the cover. And if you've seen the cover of this, it is... It, <sighs> I, Another I just aspect that makes I just this game can't. amazing. Yes, it's a dude. But, it's Landis. Yes, and he's holding his hands up. He's like, and got, he's got he's, lightning in one. Yep, and I can't remember what's in I, the other one. I don't know. Is it the sword? Uh, I have to look. Maybe, it up probably. Look it up. I'm so like in awe with this game. But I'm you've just, got lightning coming down in one hand. The guy's wearing like a longhorn. It's like a imagine a Texas longhorn like logo, like the big longhorns. But it's like this uh, Viking style mask. I don't even know. It's almost like a, I don't even know how to describe it. Amazing. But, yeah. And it's like, he's taking place on this mountain and there's like thunder and like, it's just like, it's just epic for the, for the lack of a better term it is an epic cover. I'm and sorry. Then, so here's a description of the cover. I, well, I should, we should and clarify. Gonna... We should clarify. We're talking about the Sega CD yes, cover. Yes. Okay. Sorry, Cause the because cover is different. The Turbo on... Duo cover is a little less, Epic, if you ask me. It's I don't I don't think the Turbo Duo cover of the game it's not does does the justice to the game. So, so go ahead. This one there has two versions, Landis yeah. standing on almost like a little rocky edge. Yeah, and one foot's in water. The cliffs of Dover, man. Yeah, like it's <laughs> and one's in water, and then he's holding both hands up. One has a lightning lightning going into one hand. One has fire, and then there's a volcano erupting in the background. I'm showing <laughs> yeah. it to you. Yep. Yes. One, Real. It's it Unreal. is it is it is a legendary cover. It is it is the reason I wanted to play that game twenty five years ago. Other than I I had read all the, I always read Game Pro and all that stuff, and it was like all oh, the soundtracks amazing this and that. So anyway, we'll get into all that. But gameplay, yeah. So a little bit more about it. it takes yeah, place sorry. in Mistral. You're Landis, right? And uh, which is funny because he flies like you're generally flying in the game. Yes. Which is of course a trait of any kick ass you know. Whatever he had, uh, heavy metal, some vi- some heavy game. metal Viking, right? But he also runs. So if you get near the the ground or on the ground, he runs too, which is, I think is like a nice touch. But yeah, Landis is a descendant of the heroic Dyu, Dyu, and I don't really know much more about Dyu than other than he was heroic. That's what it says here. And essentially, there are evil forces that are trying to revive Zagart, who is known as the Dark One, and he is buried under the six continents of Mistral, and it is your job to stop them. So that's it. That's the whole premise of the game. There's yep. an interlude. There's a whole inter, you know, like intro video, right? So it's, you know, it's, it's all like frame. It's all, it's not animation, right? It's just like a picture with music. But anyway, it's like a slideshow. It, yeah, exactly. It's a slideshow. So, and your six continents are Desant, Azul, La Mirada, Bosque, Helado, and Selim. And I'm sure there's some reason behind those, but like each of them have their own element. So like I do like a good lobster bisque though. Yeah, oh, bisque, bisque. Yeah. My bad. I mentioned the bisque. Uh, La, La Morada is like the fire island or, or continent. Helado is like the ice continent, right? And and what that does, and I should also mention is you have elemental armor, right? So each of oh yeah, you can choose an armor before each stage, and those elements are earth, wind, fire, 
and then September wow. 21st, right? Isn't that Earth, Wind, and Fire? No, in water, <laughs> right? And then you choose the elemental armor, and you would you would think, and most people would agree, that you would take, like, okay, well, you're going to the fire island, bring water. If you're going to, you know, the ice one, bring fire. You know, whatever it is. Like, yeah, that's... The I, wind works on all but I think, yeah, I think the wind is the best one, well, generally. Well, what was the level we just played? Because we played it before we started recording. What was right. the one you played where you used the water? Was that the fire one? That was... Yes, it was. It was okay. a Lama so Rada. that one did... The, the water did work pretty it, good on that. It was better. It's mainly because those dudes that come up behind you. Yes. But that was the real reason why. Okay. So... Uh, in this game, like I said, it's primarily horizontally scroll- scrolling with some vertical and angled scrolling, but mostly, really, it's not even vertical, I'd say. And there's parallax scrolling. So you have multiple layers r- scrolling in the background, which I think is a neat touch because that was something you started to see with like the Turbo Graphics and Sega CD era. It wasn't a lot of parallax scrolling on something like the NES or that era. So, yeah. And then you have a power bar and a life bar, which is great because <laughs> you, if you get hit once, you don't die. Right, and the power bar is how like your armor is powered by the power bar. So the higher up your armor is, there's three different levels of that armor. Your 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 gun is actually affected by it. So when you choose like the wind, you have this different type of gun, and as you progress in those power bar levels, the gun becomes more powerful. It's so almost like like, um, like the standard shooting games where like like Gradius or Life Force or any of those games right. where you pick up the power ups and it gives you different gun right. options. You're just you're still handcuffed to whatever right elemental armor you picked, but it gives you. But the armor is not more, just armor; it also yes, affects it gives your you a weapon. better a better weapon too. Yep, and then like the water out. If you get your water to the third tier of power, it will start shooting behind you. That's one of the big benefits of yep. the water, right? So, and while you're going through, you you will go between levels. You go to this shop where you spend money to upgrade your power. Or your armor, you can purchase continues or an elixir that allows you to continue in game. So if you lose all your health, you can also buy a shield, bombs, those kinds of things. But you have to have gems to to buy them. So you start off with 300 gems, and that's not a whole lot because you know, like a bomb is 100, but like a shield, a shield that protects you from two hits is like 500, right? So you, as you progress through the game and you you are defeating these enemies, you get gems. These little like blue or red. They look like rupees from a Legend of Zelda almost, right? Yeah. And the blue ones are worth five and the reds are worth 15. So you get three continues in the game, but you can purchase more continues. So you can, like, if, like, let's say you're not going to make it and you have 1500 gems, you can purchase a continue if you have zero left, right? So then, then you would have one. And you could stockpile them too. You like, can, so you can we, buy as many as you want. Yeah. We played the legit way, but we did find a couple cheats on the yeah, turbo version. The turbo version allows you to do a couple things where you can get 10,000 gems to start, yeah. which you normally start with 300 and you can load your dude up. It didn't really help us, but, no. but, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. But anyway, and yeah, so the shop, uh, like I said, the shopkeep is like this woman and they're, they're one of the differences between, you know, we'll get into it, but there's a turbo duo version of the game and there's a Sega CD version of the game. There's no voice over for the turbo version, but there is in the shop for the Sega CD. So, but yeah, that's just a little bit about the, the gameplay. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the background and development? So some of the background, so like you were saying earlier, um, it's actually titled winds of thunder in Japan and we'll get to the release date here in a little bit. Um, it was, it, they gave, they made it the unofficial successor to gate of thunder which was still a side shooter, but it really wasn't the same. Like it was one yeah. of those. They both had thunder in them. So we're Gate just of Thunder and Lords of Thunder are completely different games, even though they're both kind of side-scrolling shooters. And that Gate of Thunder is really more of like a Gradius or R-type style, really yeah. closer to Gradius if you ask me, or yeah. Gradius or however you want to say it. But it does have thunder in it. The sound yeah, so yeah, probably just like, not as sweet as Lords of Thunder. Uh, no, it is not. It is still a shred fest. 
though. Gate, Gate of Thunder still has a, a pretty rocking soundtrack. Let's listen to the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. I think you'd dig it. I'll have to check that out. So, um, It was developed by Hudson Soft and Red Company. Um, Hudson Soft created the uh, the PC engine or the Turbo Graphics. Right, uh, with NEC. With the, yep. Yeah, with NEC. You know, and they did like Adventure Island, Bomberman, Bonk, uh, Military Madness, um, Natopia. And most famously. And because we're Michigan guys, <laughs> Bill Lambeer's Combat Basketball. One of the worst Super Nintendo games I ever played. I was just like, oh, man, Bill Lambeer got his own basketball game? And then I was like, <laughs> And when Bill oh, Lambeer man. played for the Pistons, he was one of the worst people yeah. Yeah. on the Pistons. Well, one of the worst people, really. <laughs> yeah. He he, came, he he showed himself back yeah. when he became a coach for the the Spark, uh, yes, or whatever that was, the Detroit Women's Basketball. Yeah. They won yep. multiple champions. They did so championships. Um, and under the Red Company, uh, Red Company is now called Red Entertainment. Um, they were originally an abbreviation of Royal Emperor Dragon, which that's kind of sweet too. Yeah, it is. So no surprise, Lords of Thunder by yeah. Royal Emperor. Dragon. No surprise that a, a, a development company named Royal Emperor Dragon had something to do with the development of Lords of Thunder, the baddest game <laughs> ever. And when I say baddest, I mean good. Yeah, I mean bad, so. like good. But the it was a production company more than a developer. Um, they did produce games for Super Nintendo and PS4. Uh, they did like Twisted Tales of Spike McFang, Tempo, Which, Fossil Fighter. Yeah, so can, you, I'm I'm going too fast there. So go ahead. You and cut you, me off you are man. Slow down. Relax. I'm in, I'm, in okay. the, I'm in the mode. Sip your beer. I'm in the zone with the, that shredded guitar. This was interesting because I was like, the Twisted Tales of Spike McFang is an action RPG for the SNES, and I'm like, I don't remember this game at all, but it sounds like everything I'd like. You know what I mean? And then Tempo is this 32X platformer, which is like, if you wanted to try and make one of the most 90s video games and art along with it, it's it's very much that. It's not a very good game, and it's kind of expensive now. Fossil then, Fighters is kind of fun. I've never played it. I actually played that. That yeah. one's kind of fun. I didn't play the it's other two. It's a turn-based RPG, which yeah. I like. I like those. Yeah, it's it's kind of fun, though. And then, yeah, so Key, CA Production actually was the developer, which was interesting. Cause, like They weren't really credited, but... But what I found out was, and I think I found this out from Hardcore Gaming's uh, podcast about this, about this too. Okay, is that Hudson Soft liked Thunder Force Three for the for Sega, like the Genesis Master System game, and they wound up just saying, you know what, we're going to go hire the devs that made that game and have come over and make Lords of Thunder. So, <laughs> so yeah, interesting stuff. Why don't you tell me, Jay? My co-host. Yes. Thank you for being here, by the way. I'm happy to be here. On a Memorial Day, a federal holiday, and you showed up. I did. You dumb bastard. I don't know whether you're wasting your time. Tell me a little bit about the release of this game. Where where was it released when? So it um, originally was released in Japan on the TurboGrafx-16 or the Super CD-ROM, or TurboGrafx-16 Super CD-ROM. Yep. Um, In Japan, uh, April 23rd, 1993. Yeah. I so, uh, graduated high school about, I don't know, three weeks later. <laughs> and you should have been playing the soundtrack. I, Just saying. I was probably Just playing saying. the game. <laughs> I was. I would hope you were. Go ahead, go ahead. So, um, in North America, it was also released in 93. We don't have an exact date yeah. on, uh, on the release date in the U.S. Um, on Sega CD, it was in North America and Europe in 1995. 
So we didn't jump the gun on them where we normally do. Well, we might have. They're, the records are sketchy at best from that era, so it's hard to say. Like we're gonna say we got. We're gonna say we treated them fairly this time because normally they always get it after us. So we got the same time. They get they get the Lords of Thunder sloppy seconds. Is that what you're saying? No, no. We got we gave them okay, the same okay. time. We all shared. So it was also on the Nintendo Virtual Console, the Turbo Duo version. Um, released in Europe, February seventh of '08. North America, February 11th. So I guess they got the jump on us on that. So maybe they did get the jump on us on Sega <laughs> they got four, I don't know. They got a four-day jump on us on an 18-year-old game or whatever, a 15-year-old game. If they would have done that, though, they were probably rocking and rolling. Wait, I mean, that's you know four should have done. They should have gotten the jump on us in 1776, but they didn't, did they? Ouch. Nope. No, they did not. Happy Memorial Day, everyone. <laughs> America. America. Speaking of America. Uh, so Japan got <laughs> What uh, a great segue. Yeah, June 10th, 2008 is when it came out in Japan on the virtual console. Um, and that was, again, for the Turbo Duo. Fun fact. Yeah. When this game came out in 1993 for yes. the Turbo Duo, if you read Turbo Play Magazine, which I know num- dozens of people did. <laughs> okay. Are those Tur- the same people that listen to us? Tur- no, I'm sure they're not because <laughs> no one listens, so. Turbo Play Magazine was like, everybody was putting out their own, like Sega Visions was for Sega, Nintendo Power, everybody's familiar with. Turbo Play was, or Turbo Zone, I think there were two of them. They did magazines about Turbo stuff, like specifically. So I think they were put out by <laughs> NEC, surely had a hand in all this. Yeah. But uh, on the back of the, I think it was the first or third episode, I can't issue, I can't remember. There's an ad that talks about Lords of Thunder, and all you had to do with this ad. And I found that this is true. And it's like, I don't know why I didn't do this back in the day. All I had to do was cut that thing out or make a photocopy of it and, and mail it off to Santa Clarita. I think it was California to this address. And they would send you a VHS movie about Lords of Thunder for free. All you had to do was mail this thing. There were so many things like that back in the day. You could have gotten for free that now are certainly worth a bunch of money. Shut the front door. It was free. It was free. Now it wasn't. I have this video, and I'm going to tell you, it's actually pretty funny. It's a We've very watched it. yeah. We watched it together. A what weeks were the ago. rumors on that? There was rumors or speculation. The on that speculation video. or rumor online is that it was actually edited by Tony Hawk or Tony Hawk's whoever you know was involved in it somehow. We're spreading rumors. Yeah, I don't know if that's true or not, but it's I will true. say I'm going to go on record. It, it's true. It is very reminiscent of a '90s an 80s skate video it's We're, that guerrilla marketing you know people walking up to people in the street talking to people like there's a scene where they talk to an old man who's obviously like from a, like a veteran of the navy from 50 years ago he's like hey have you played lords of thunder and the guy like laughs and goes huh you know so it's that kind of like guerrilla marketing they're in a video game store talking to kids who are playing the game i'm going to sell my genesis to get a turbo duo so i can play lords of thunder and you know what it, it straight it was up a, looks like an, a 90s game. It, was, it, it really does. does. It really does. But it's cool. It's, and it's really neat. It's a cool thing to own. I'm glad I have it. I, I wish I had the game on Turbo Duo to go with it. I, I can't find a copy, but I will someday. So anyway. But yeah, I just thought that was a cool thing as I was looking through. You know, we were going to do this episode anyway. I started looking through my whole Turbo magazines because I collect those too because I'm an idiot. And I look on the back. I'm like, oh my God, there's a whole full back page ad about Thorns of Thunder. I'm like, I could have got that video for free. I did try to get him to mail that in. Now, yeah, and see what he gets. Yeah, I'll get a return to sender. No, no known, uh, you know, that they, they don't exist anymore. Certainly. What if there's some guy still monitoring that PO box and he's like, "Dude, somebody sent a letter." <laughs> oh in. my god, they did it! Here's every copy we have yeah. left. Here's the 998, <laughs> the, the ten thousand or whatever. <laughs> they send you a case. Nine hundred, nine hundred, nine thousand nine hundred ninety. Yeah, exactly. They send you a case of VHS. I could, videos. I could control the market. Anyway, <laughs> so tell me a little bit about the music. 
for this game. What do you think about the music for this game? It's un-fucking-real. <laughs> the music for this game... This game was, is amazing. It was done by a production studio, Tease Music, in a Satoshi Miyashita. Miyashi, did the bass, Miyashita. He did what the bass and guitars on, I think, is I, what he credited I, for. I think, right, but he was involved in the... You can't like find whole, specifics. That's the it's problem. So, it's so weird because the game itself is so renowned for its soundtrack because it's literally a, a shred fest, man. Yeah. It sounds like... Metallica, Megadeth, Slayer type. It's not as evil sounding. It's, it's like more. Ev- it's literally every 80s. Iron Maiden. It's every 80s right. rock band ever. Right. It's but, all of them. But like there's like finger all, tapping oh, and yeah. bendies and all that stuff. Well, and even it's that just, bass, we were listening yep. to one of them. And the bass, the dude's just like plucking away on it. But yeah, there's really the sad part was that I just I thought there'd be more information about it, and there really isn't. You think the dude that actually did record it would be literally walking around with shirt on? I would. I recorded. I played the music for Lords of Thunder. Like his whole wardrobe should just be. I played the music for Lords of Thunder. To be fair, he can't because look, there's got to be some pussy out there for the rest of us. Okay, if he did that, I mean, we might as well just stay home and never like (laughs) save some for us, bud. That's what do you want? My wife walks in. She's like, "I'm leaving you." Why? Because the dude that played the music for Lords of Thunder, <laughs> Satoshi Miyashita, lives here now, and guess yeah. what? That's the guy. And then you're like, I'm I know out. who that is. Like, I don't know. I'm out, bitches. Yeah, and you'd be like, I don't blame you. So I don't. I would do the same thing. <laughs> if you hit on me, I'd have to say yes. But anyway, uh, another fun fact was they did the music for Final Fight CD for Sega CD, and yes. you know, good, good music. I have Final Fight CD. I've played it recently. It's not fine. as good as Lords. It's of not Thunder. Lords of Thunder. No, nothing not, is. I don't think anything. It, nothing has been. And I don't think anything ever will. There, no. I agree. This is like the anything that like, tried to do this it. This is like the Michael Jordan. Like you, we've got some great stuff we've seen. LeBron, great. Yeah, Kobe, great. Kobe, great, but not Michael Jordan. It's it's the anybody who would be trying to do it would be trying to. They would not be trying to be their own fantastic shred yes. fest. It would be like, look, we're just trying to be Lords of Thunder. Like like. Uh, just trying you're to always going to be compared just like you said Jordan's the perfect analogy everybody's always compared against the guy doesn't matter how many finals you go to how many you win there's it's always Michael Jordan right that's always the answer no matter what rightfully so yeah but my point is it's the same thing with the Lords of Thunder soundtrack I feel like the best musicians in the world like metal musicians need to get together and form a super group mm-hmm. and call it Lords of Thunder maybe they will so yeah so with the reception of the game so uh, it actually got really good reviews. Uh, Game Pro in '95 in April for the Turbo version uh, rated it four out of five. If you remember the Game Pro, like after the first few issues of Game Pro, they started to do those faces as their reviews. Mm-hmm. So you have the graphics, sound, gameplay, and fun factor. I think yeah. is what it was, right? And then they would do like the guy sleeping would be a one. And then the red dude who's like getting his face blown off was like a five. Right. So this got four across the boards, fours across the board. It should have had five. I agree. They were very complimentary of the game. I think it's, it's yeah. Anyway, we'll get to that in a minute, but okay. But Nintendo life.com in February, 2008, uh, they reviewed the turbo version as well. They gave it a nine out of 10, which is still really good. Yep. Um, Hardcore gaming one Oh one. Uh, the top 47,000 games, uh, Sega CD was actually 376, so, which I still think they were wrong. It should be number one. I, I can't disagree with you. Hardcore Gaming 101 is a podcast where they rank the top 47,000 games of all time. Okay. And there's actually a list that they curate that they keep on t- online. I think it's bit.ly 
forward slash uh, 47k games or something like that. But you can go in there and you can see the list. And then from there, you can also find the podcast online where they talk about it and stuff. It's actually a really entertaining podcast. But yeah, so they had a number 300. Now, number 376 out of the top 47,000 games, that's still the top, what, 1%, right? You're still in the top yeah. 1%. You're yeah. topping the 0.8%. I'm still, still not number one. So though. I started beef with Matt and Mark from Matty Ice, Ice and Marky Mark, Mark, Mark yep. which they don't, clearly don't listen to our podcast no, they because don't. they couldn't even get ours right in their new their new season that started. I don't know why I'm even plugging them. I wouldn't, but I am. I I don't know. So go ahead. Um, but uh, I'm going to start more pod beef right now. Hardcore gaming 101. You are wrong, wrong, <laughs> dead, unequivocally, wrong. yeah, ostensibly incorrect. It's like that meme with the dude sitting at the lemonade stand. Prove yeah. me wrong. <laughs> yeah. Prove yep. me wrong that this shouldn't be yeah. ranked. Lords of Thunder that. is the greatest game of all time. Yes. Yeah. Hardcore Change my gaming mind. 101. Change my mind. You've been called out. Yep. Change my mind. I digress. Game Facts gave it a four out of five. Yep. Um, IGN gave it an eight and a half out of ten. Again, very good. Uh, GameSpot in 2016 gave it a eight eight. Well, no, 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 no. Let's do that over because it doesn't. 2016 got left in there. That's old. Oh, my bad. That's not right. All right. So this is a user review, these too. Are so you might want to say this This these, last one, I would say this is the average user review. Okay. The average. I would say the average user review on GameSpot is an 8.7. And these are all Sega CD, right? I didn't mention that. Uh, Probably, but I wouldn't say anything. I would just okay. say the game in general. Probably, okay. but whatever. All right. You want me to just come back in from GameSpot? Yeah. Okay. So, And GameSpot, uh, their average rating review was 8.7, which, again, is still really good. The, the best part of the user reviews on GameSpot is that there are still the people wrote reviews about the game. Not only did they rate it like from a zero to, you know, one to 10 stars or whatever it is. And one of the favorite, my favorite things that I read is this, this quote, this is a review from GameSpot. It's still available on their website. So this is a user review. This is a user review. Baroque, this, Baroque legacy. I want to have this guy on our, yeah, this Baroque guy's coming on hyphen legacy. We 2006. He wrote, this is his uh, quote. Perfection only comes along every so often. While we might be handed games that are good, great, or even spectacular, perfection is rarely achieved. So the question is, what are the criteria for a perfect game? Is it the control, gameplay, or balance? Is it the character, design, or is it in-game art? Could it be the presentation, fun factor, or lasting appeal? How about the music and sound effects? If perfection is that rare mastery of all the above elements combined into one experience then Lords of Thunder is the example of examples, end quote. Did you hear that Hardcore Gaming 101? He knows what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> don't. <laughs> Get on the trolley. <laughs> I don't know if you can heap any more praise on it than you just did, that he just did. No, the dude literally said it's it's the best thing ever. It it's <laughs> So we're going to get to our own personal experience and legacy. I think we've already kind of hinted <laughs> at what we think about this game. But what I wrote is this. How many different ways can you say that you love something? <laughs> Where do you want me to start? I want you to try. I, I'll i sit back and drink this beer while I watch. I, it, can or I listen. Am I allowed to swear? You can say whatever you want. This is, uh, this is not... The FCC didn't get shit on this. Oh, all right. Uh, well, the first way I would say it is A, fucking amazing. Un- Fucking believable. Un goddamn real. <laughs> I could keep going all night. Yeah. The game's amazing. It really is. Let it's me, and a lot of it, it, it I am by 
biasing it because of the music. The music's. I know. The music makes the game. Let me ask you this. Yeah. What did you not like about this game? That it it ended. (laughs) (laughs) There was an end and you just didn't play it forever like an arcade game? Yeah, it just ended. Like Pac-Man where you play 255 screens or Donkey Kong where you play until you're just done? Yeah, it just ends. That's a good good answer. That's a good answer. So so what about you? What's your your experience, legacy with it? (laughs) It's funny because... I was aware of this game back in the day, right? And everybody always talked about it. It was one of the first examples of like Redbook audio on a game. So what I really like and I really thought about this was. Can I cut you off real quick? I I have to. I'm sorry. I have to. Just because I've talked about how amazing this game is. How long have we been friends? Since this, after this game came out. So it's like late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, I'd say like 95, 96. So we've been friends since about the time this game came out. I know where this is going. Why in the fuck haven't you told me about it until <laughs> hey, three weeks ago? I know. Okay. I just I Look, just wanted mistakes, to know. Mistakes were made. Look, I just wanted to know. There was, a, there was a point in my life where I didn't live here, although I should have told you about it before. I didn't. Excuses. Yeah, I know. Just, I just, just, just apologize to me. Tell me we were caught in the throes of fighting mania, man. It was Mortal Kombat <laughs> and Tekken. We didn't have time for this. All right. Go. Go. I, okay. I'm good. I'm good. Sorry. So... To my point, these were these were the kind of like like almost like when you had like full motion video development studios and production companies were trying to figure out what to do with all this extra space. And they were just like, well, let's fill it with the shitty video because it's the best that a Sega CD could play or the best that whatever could play. But this was one of the first examples of me going, I love chiptunes. Don't get me wrong. I love the sound, uh, you know, the the music from things like The Legend of Zelda or Super Metroid. I love them. This was different. Because this was like literally something you could stick in your car and play and be like, it's a fucking heavy metal record. And it, it was just a cool example of saying you kind of bridged this gap between, you know, a ROM based cartridge and now you've got this optical media, right? And you can like, well, it's a CD. The game itself is only a couple hundred megabytes and we have 650. Let's fucking fill it up with a shred fest. You know what I mean? Like that's what they did. So I just thought that that was really cool. Like I just, that was one of the things I always remember being like, there was this, it was this transitive point in video games where you could do these things you could never do before. Sometimes you shouldn't have. Okay. Like there are certainly Clearly examples. This time you yeah. should have. Like, like let's, let's use, I don't know, Night Trap as an example of maybe how you shouldn't use full motion video because it was awful. Or I don't know, there's a million of them. <laughs> like that's just one of them. But anyway, but yes, this was a good example of how to, how to use that new technology to its ultimate limit. The, the minor gripes that I have with this game. And they are minor. When you defeat enemies, we talked about those gems, the red and blue gems, and then the power-ups. Yes. You also get power-ups during the game, right? They disappear way too fast. They do. They you, really do. You cannot shoot something. If you're on the left side of the screen and you shoot something on the right side of the screen, if you wait until you get to the right side of the screen where that is, because it moves over with it, right? As the screen moves, it'll move towards you. It doesn't get to you before it disappears, which I think is trash. I think it should at least last until where you are because you don't want to necessarily always move from the you know the left side of the screen or whatever. Yeah, it is. and it's harder because on the it's the turbo version. The game's actually a little bit harder than the Sega version. Yes, it absolutely so is. No, it's not even a little lot, bit harder. It's got, much harder. You've got a lot coming at you, and yes. those gems are like if you're at the back of the screen and you shoot the dude in the middle of the screen, you run up to get it, and then something shows up, and, up yeah. right there. That's and the other, you have to run up and get it because if you just stay at the back of the you screen, you won't get it. And let it scroll up to it, it'll just disappear. Which leads me to another thing that I did not like in that I felt like the game was, it is pattern based. So you can learn the patterns of the enemies. They always come from the same places. It's not random. 
but I always feel like wherever you're going is where they are. Like you, they know you've shot this thing. There's going to be this thing that you want to go get and you'll move forward to get it. And then an enemy will show up right there. Or you have that sense of safety where you're like, I'm just going to hover to the back of the screen, but it knows to the left side. Yep. And you're like, I'm going to stay back here because I know everything's coming out and then something will come out behind you. Yeah, which is just part of a shooter. I get it. You know, I guess that's what made that and as much as frustrating as it is, it makes it good. Yeah. Because it doesn't make it the typical, I can learn literally every pattern and just blow through. Yeah. It. Well, you could, but like, I'm not that good. And then the other thing I would complain is that, like, in the turbo version, when you're hitting an enemy, it flashes. Like, you can tell. Like, yes. sometimes you're hitting an enemy, like, okay, you have to hit him in its eye or its chest or whatever it is. You can't tell sometimes on the Sega CD version if you're actually doing damage to an enemy or not because it doesn't flash all yeah, the time. Yeah, it doesn't do anything. Sometimes it does, but most times it doesn't. So, those are my minor grapes. gripes. If I was rating this game, I would give it an 11. I'd probably, yeah, I'd 11 or 12. Yeah. I, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna one up you. It's eleven. Yeah. I'd give it's, it. It's an eleven. That's why we put it on as eleven. Game's amazing. Episode eleven. We give it an eleven. Yes. This is a top to a. You know what we use on stage, but it's very, very special because if you can see, yeah, the numbers all go to eleven. Look right across the board. Oh. Eleven. Oh, eleven. And most of eleven. And then amps go up to ten. Exactly. Does that mean it's louder? Is it any louder? Well, it's one louder, isn't it? It's not ten. You see, most most blokes, you know, be playing at ten. You're on ten here, all the way up, all the way up, yeah. all the way up. You're on ten on your guitar. Where can you go from there? Where? I don't know. Nowhere. Exactly. What we do is, if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? I'll put it up to eleven. Eleven. Exactly. One louder. Why don't you just make ten louder and make ten be the top? number and make that a little louder these go to 11 so i want to talk a little bit about the collecting of this game yeah from a collecting standpoint um sega cd version um loose is 125 bucks first of um, all i'm going to say this yeah <laughs> and i know okay i'm going to start this by saying game collecting right now is kind of fucked Game prices are through the roof there's a lot of speculators out there everything is super condition sensitive it, that's all well and good. With that being said, do not be a peasant and collect loose optical media. <laughs> do not buy a loose Sega CD or loose TurboGrafx PG, PC Engine game. Do unless, not collect. Unless. Go ahead. Now, it would be okay if you bought it. Why? Because you have the resurfacer. No, it's not even that. It has you like just put it in the jewel case. It, it, because what are you gonna do with it? Like half of the fun of this game is the cover. Okay. Well, that's true. But what okay, I'm saying you're, is, you're right. Like you're you right. shouldn't be collect. If you want to collect loose Nintendo games, that's one thing. You want to collect loose PlayStation One games, buy buy them in their case. <laughs> that's my opinion. But whatever. Why would you even ship that? Just throw it in a, blo in a blister package and we're you good. Put it in a CD case, probably. I feel like somebody, if somebody had a loose version they're selling, they just, they just they throw it like in a, a box. Of they pop, get like, a, like yeah, they get like the UPS, peanuts. they get like the UPS bubble bag and just throw it in there <laughs> it's and like fine. fold it in half and go, oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, good. Yeah. Never mind the fact that I've had people that I've sold records to that is like, oh, yeah, my mailman tried to turn it into a damn taco shell. Like, what are you doing? Anyway. So yeah, loose. Go ahead. Finish but, your. Yeah. Loose is 125 bucks. But again, don't buy loose. Unless just you don't. have a, unless you have the case. Don't buy the loose copy. Or if you can find the artist that did the Resident Evil game that we talked about earlier. Oh, yeah. Make a cover. That would, he would probably make one pretty listen, good. Listen, that would be fine. That, that is the exception to the rule. If you can get that guy and commission him to make a 
a Lords of Thunder replication, a replica, uh, replica manual in in the same essence of that of the Resident Evil one I have, you should do that for every game you own. <laughs> okay, that's fine. You want to lose? Then you can do loose. It's fine. I don't care. You there can you buy go. blank CD cases. It's no big deal. Yeah. You can you find go. those anywhere. There you go. They're all Done. the same. Done. All right. So if you're going to buy it loose, talk to the Resident talk Evil to the guy. guy that I'll did put the Resident you in, Evil. <laughs> I got a guy. Yeah, Mike's got a guy. Just let him let him know. He'll hook you up. So, but complete in box, four hundred bucks. Um, the Turbo Graphics. We aren't even doing loose. I couldn't find a good example yeah, of what a loose. There was one for sale for like two hundred dollars, but it hasn't. I haven't found a sold one. There's not one that's been Nobody's sold. Nobody's buying recently. loose. No, because they're talking about that. Yeah, it's loose. Same with PC Engine, right? Yeah. So, um, but uh, Turbo Graphics uh, one seventy five. That's it's CIB. complete in box. It's yeah. complete in case. I don't know if it's, I don't know if Lords of Thunder ever came in a box. It might have. Like some of those CD games, they probably did. Some of the oh, because they just Turbo had in, those yeah. really thin, crummy cardboard boxes that yeah. everybody threw out. So I think it did. I'm pretty sure it did. But and if you can find it sealed, 450 bones. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah. And then yeah, PC Engine. Um, that one again, no loose on that one. Nobody wants to buy it loose. Don't buy it loose. I don't even know why we put the Sega CD one on here. We just couldn't find anything else. Yeah. Um, but the PC Engine, uh, one fifty to two hundred, depending on what day of the week you're looking at. And it's funny because I'll tell you, there are none for sale. There's one for sale right now. I want to buy a copy of the Turbo Graphics CD, like the actual Lords of Thunder. There's one for sale on eBay for three hundred fifty dollars, and it's just like get it. That's no, it's too high. That's too much money. I mean, it's not too much money for this game, but it's too much money for the market. I was going to say, I'm going to tell you it's not hey, too It's much worth, <laughs> it, it's a bargain at 10 times the price, okay? But that's neither here nor there. I'm not spending $350 for this game. I already own it on Sega CD, and it's not worth $350. And I also feel like at some point, some of those prices are going to come down a little bit. And I will say, I did look around for graded copies of this game. The only one I could find was a 9.0 Sega CD, and it sold for $900 in January. I feel like that was a CIB copy. I don't think that was a graded copy because there's no seal grade. So it was just 9.0. That's all I could find. And then there's a single graded copy on sale on eBay right now. It's the Turbo Duo. It's a VGA 95, which is a very high grade. Yeah, okay. That's really good. That's like very, very close to as good as you can get. And they're asking $5,000, but nobody's buying it. So I think that's, I think that's overpriced too. Oh, there it is. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Looks nice. Looks fancy. It is, but I, I look. That is the kind of game that if you put it in an acrylic case, at some point it's going to blast its own ass out of there with a shredding guitar riff, and is. then it's going to launch itself into your Turbo Duo and make you play it, <laughs> while yeah. like scantily clad women dance in cages or something. I don't know. You know, there's actually a Wada PC Engine one, uh, or I'm sorry, Turbo PC Engine Turbo Duo Super CD ROM 9.8 um, in Switzerland. Switzerland? Switzerland. Nice. For forty six sixteen. So about the same price. Yeah, it's a same. similar grade that you'd probably get from the if you cross graded the VGA, that's probably close. I don't yeah. I don't know. You know, whatever. Who right. cares? But yeah, I'm not give a shit. I'm now I'm digging. So yeah. But so, so we talked uh, a little bit about where you can play this, but why don't you go into the details? So we'll go into specifics. So we got the PGC engine or the turbo duo. Um we've got Sega C D. So PlayStation Network, you can play it on Turbo Duo as well. On the virtual console for Wii, you can play it on the Turbo Duo. So it's cool. Duo you version. have options. Yeah, and I'll say that you can also emulate it. Like we played, we played the yeah. Sega CD version on an actual Sega CD with my XI and the, yeah. the disc. But here we played the Turbo version through an emulator through RetroArch. It was great. Yeah, right. You might as well go play this on the PlayStation Network or Wii Virtual Console because 
if you don't, you're just waiting for somebody to die that has this game because nobody's selling this shit. Why would you sell it? Who's selling this? Like, though, I assume that anytime I see it for sale on eBay, I'm like, oh, that guy must have died, and his, you know, his wife or family doesn't know what to do with the game because they, they have just, never, they've obviously never played it because if they did, they wouldn't get rid of it. No. Would you? Unless they're deaf, no. Yeah. Well, even if they're deaf, you still have to look at the cover and go, this has to have the most shredding as con- true. <laughs> like. Like, that was probably a pretty insensitive thing to say. No, but well, to be, we I don't think deaf people are a big part of our demographic. <laughs> and we just lost like our we lost four uh, of our eight listeners. Apologies to de- all the deaf people that listen. <laughs> oh, I can't stop laughing. I'm a horrible <laughs> human being. That's right. So, we're all horrible in our own way. So that's where to play it in a nutshell. All right. Though. So I'll talk a little bit about the speed running and then we're gonna wrap this yeah, thing get, up in record time, by the way. Is this like really that quick? Yeah, look at that. How long are we into this? I, I guarantee you when I edit this down, it's going to be less than 55 minutes. Oh, good Lord. At this we're point. Gonna to, at this we're point. Have to talk. At this point. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So a little bit about speedrunning. One of the things I noticed is most of the time this game is played on an emulator and they play the Turbo Duo version, which is generally the harder version. And these are all what they call any percentage where it doesn't matter how much of the game you defeat or how many enemies you beat. Okay. And they call it a 1cc, which is one credit clear, which means you're beating the game with no continues, which I think you'd have to if you're trying to speedrun it, right? Like... <laughs> well, we'll just go ahead and continue 16 yeah. times. Is there another is there another category where I suck and I can play for much longer? Like yeah, there's there's one with three continues. Yes, but it's not the fastest one. What's that's if not this, a speed if run? If this was Ghost and Goblins resurrected, then yes. <laughs> be like 170 continues <laughs> or 170 CCs. Like it'd be like a dirt bike. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so the turbo graphics on emulator, the fastest was this game was completed was 25 minutes and 23 seconds, which was done by a speedrunner by the name of EOD Tex. Right, and then on the console itself, Turbo Graphics 16, it was also completed, 27 minutes 48 seconds by a speedrunner NME, and then the fastest that anybody beat this was on Sega CD was a speedrunner by the name of Bald Nate, uh, 28 minutes and 27 seconds. Now I'm gonna say this, <laughs> that ain't enough time to hear the whole goddamn soundtrack. Okay, no. you should be hanging out with this one. You should not be trying to bust this one as quick as you can, other than for the glory of having your name associated with this game in any way. I almost feel like if the, when they did this, they were probably like, "Dude, turn the volume down." Yeah, if you Can't listen to it, you'll anything. stick around. I got, I, we got to get through it. Just mute it. Yeah, if go. I stick around, I'm not. If I'm listening to it, I'm sticking around. Yep. Just All mute right. it. Let's go. So that's it, man. We can uh, we can wrap this bad boy up. What are we gonna What are we gonna talk about next? That was really it. Like we just burned through. The, I know. The best the, game. It's because we had nothing to complain. There, there's about. nothing to complain about. There aren't that many. Like I went a lot of the time. I'll go through like the IGN top fifty or Times top fifty games or Game Informer's top one hundred two hundred. Mistakenly, this game makes none of those lists. No, which is bullshit. I'm not even gonna get into all that. Okay, that's fine. They're all wrong. They're they're all idiots. Yes. All right, so what is the next game that we're going to play? Well, the next game we're going to play, we're going to knock out some Dragon Warrior. Or or Dragon Quest, as it is now known here and was known in the Far East at the time. We're playing Dragon Warrior. We're going to play Dragon Warrior on the NES. Yes. One of the original JRPGs with the most archaic uh, uh, gameplay systems, but I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it too. I think it'll be a fun game. Yep. So, so Dragon Warrior on the NES will be our next game. And we've so, got some we've got some big things in the pipeline. We're so. gonna go from a twenty-five minute shred fest metal to a one of the grindiest games of all time. Yeah, it'd take a long time. <laughs> this is a contrast in styles, I believe they'd call that. Well, all right. That's to keep our all our listeners on their toes. Yep. We'll go with that. Sure, why not? 
go Lord of Thunder. Lords of Thunder, amazing. Dragon Warrior? Dragon Warrior. You mean Dragon Quest? But holy crap. These guys are really like they're really covering the spectrum. Uh, actually, on it's their game, Dragon Quest. What's what's the box say of the one we're going to play? The specific game we're going to play? Nintendo. What what's the title of the game? Erdrake's Sword, Dragon Warrior. No, it's Dragon Warrior. Okay, fair. You got it. So it's Dragon Warrior. You can't argue with me. Where can people find us rest. to complain with us <laughs> or add us? To add us. So on Instagram or Twitter, which Instagram clearly is our best option because we're lazy. Yes. You can go to Lost Joystick or at Lost Joystick. Uh, Facebook and Twitch. I've got a nervous Twitch. Uh, Lost Joystick Network. And then our email is info at lostjoysticknetwork.com. And I think we still have it outgoing. I don't think anybody's emailed us. No. You would think as many people if we had listened to this point, somebody could take 30 fucking seconds and email us. <laughs> At some point, I'm going to lie and say somebody did it because I'm tired of talking about it. But we're 11 giving, episodes in. But they're literally giving up a $25 gift certificate to Retro Replay. Retro Replay. There's no better time than now than to open Eudora or Netscape email client or Outlook Netscape. Express or Hotmail. Okay. Get your Hotmail account fired up. Create an email. Subject. All caps, buy me bone storm or go to hell. And what that's do you it. Get? You don't have to send me anything else. Info at lostjoysticknetwork.com. And you will get a game from my personal collection. Jay said he'd give you something. I don't remember what it was. It'll be sweet. It'll be I something didn't sweet. Say, I never said anything. Just a $25 gift card to Retro Replayed Burt, Michigan, which I will help facilitate a purchase through. And we will make that happen. And then John said he'd are. give us something too. Oh, yeah, John did I don't remember what he said, but it would be something. He's got 8 million Famicom games. Listen, I'm that's sure you four might a things. Game. All you got to do, email, buy me Bonestorm, or go to hell. Why, why are we begging? I'm not. Yeah, this is the last time I'm going to say it. I'll I'm not even, saying I'll it anymore. I'll up the ante. If they do that, we will respond, reply to you with a portrait of Stephen Baldwin. See, we're trying to get people to do it. That's why Stephen Baldwin's in. <laughs> oh, I see. We're throwing Stephen Baldwin in. Okay. Not Alec, not Billy. Well, Stephen. Well, with that, <laughs> I think it's probably a good time to uh, probably is put the kibosh on this show. Right. So you want to go get your face shredded off, play some Lords of Thunder, and until then, go out there, be safe, and be excellent to each other. 